Hi, I'm Pete McCall, and thank you for tuning in to this episode of the All About Fitness Podcast. I'm recording this for both YouTube and audio, and this is going to be a quick fit tip where I talk about the concept of successful aging. Now, before I get into that, I want to say a few shouts out. First, to Latasha, Robert, Maureen, thank you so much for supporting the podcast. To Julie and Jackson, I want to say thank you for those masks. My daughters love them. They absolutely love them. They're their favorite masks to date. She sent me a couple of masks from her studio, Vim, based in Jackson, Wyoming. So big thank you out there to Julie. To Samantha, I want to say thank you for tuning in to my first Clubhouse event, and thanks for that idea. I'm going to be trying to find a couple experts in that topic and hopefully have an upcoming episode on that soon. And for those of you listening and watching on YouTube, I am going to be on Clubhouse. Clubhouse is a brand new app where you can have conversations. I'll be talking about content that's on the All About Fitness podcast. I'll be talking about past episodes if you want to ask any questions. I'll be talking about upcoming episodes kind of lay the groundwork of what I'm doing with the podcast, look for me on Clubhouse, Pete McCall. That's just, that's how it rolls. And I look forward to interacting with you on that platform. Finally, to Aaron, a firefighter in Northern California, we actually met on Clubhouse as well. Hey man, thanks for some of those ideas. And yes, I definitely want to talk to you at some point about tactical conditioning, because that is so important. There's a whole field out there and this evolved in like the last 10, 12 years called Strength and Conditioning for the Tactical Athlete, which includes firefighters, law enforcement, and military. So Aaron was a firefighter. We connected on Clubhouse, and I love supporting that community because it's such important work. And and to be a little bit selfish, I'll be 100% honest, heaven forbid I ever get in a wreck or one of my family members gets in a wreck, I want whoever responds to that scene to have the fitness and the ability to do their best job. So I I enjoy working with firefighters and first responders any opportunity I can. It helps everybody out. That's the way I look at that. And finally, I want to say a big shout out to Heather. Thank you for promoting the All About Fitness podcast on your Instagram feed. Just watch out for those runners. Running should be safe and fun. Okay, that stuff is out of the way. But again, I'm trying to build community here on the podcast, which means I want to interact with you. If you like an episode, let me know. Share it on Instagram. Please do that. And, and hopefully we interact on Clubhouse. Now, what I want to talk about is the concept of successful aging. And really, that's a term recently developed. And what successful aging means is aging free from disease. It's aging, being able to maintain your physical performance. It's really being able to maintain physical and cognitive function well into our later years. Now, this is interesting. And this is really, I try to cover, I mean, the title of the podcast is all about fitness. And I really do try to cover all aspects of fitness, whether it's metabolic conditioning, whether it's strength training, whether it's mobility, sports performance, whatever it is, I try to address a number of different topics, a number of different issues related to fitness. But my primary goal, my primary goal of the podcast is to teach you how to use exercise to enhance your quality of life. And what I mean by that, and that can mean anything, right? Enhance your quality of life. That means if you want to walk on a stage in a bikini or walk on a stage in a competition where you're judged for your appearance, you can use exercise to achieve that. Hey, if you just want to use exercise to have the ability, the stamina to make it around the block without getting winded or to be able to play with your kids without having your back hurt, that's also what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to, 
That's why I use the term exercise to enhance your quality of life. It could mean so many different things. I want you to define what that means for you. One of the primary ways I do that is to try to teach how to use exercise to control the effects of the aging process. There are different types of aging. Chronological aging, that started the moment you were born. The moment you came out of your mother, the clock starts running, and there's nothing we can do about that. Biological aging refers to how your physiological systems are are handling that passage of time. Biological aging looks at our cells, our organs, our cognitive function. Now, there's nothing we can do to slow down chronological aging. Well, let, let me take that back. Until Doc Brown invents the flux capacitor, and that's an 80s movie reference out there. If you're under the age of 40, you might not get it, but watch Back to the Future. Until we invent time travel, there's absolutely zero that we can do about the chronological aging process. But what we can control, what we fundamentally can control, is biological aging. And that's where exercise comes in. Exercise helps you to achieve successful aging. What that means is aging free from disease, aging with cognitive function, aging with the physical ability to go out there and do your favorite activities. So remember, not only do I want you to use exercise to enhance your quality of life, but in my point of view, exercise, fitness is freedom. Fitness is freedom. If you're fit, you have choices for what you can do in your life. Think about that. Fitness is freedom. Fitness gives you the ability to go out and play with your kids, to go take that killer ski vacation, to go ride your bike along the coast here in Southern California, to go hiking, to do whatever it is that you want to do. Now, if you don't make exercise a priority, if you don't make your health a priority, you know, that's what I'm here for. I'm here to help you learn how to do that. The way I look at it, you know, we all got into exercise Because we can use exercise to change our appearance. And there's nothing wrong with that. If the primary reason you exercise is for an aesthetic outcome, because you want to look better, there's nothing wrong with that. We all want to look better. We all want to use exercise for that purpose. But the real gift of exercise, where exercise can really benefit us, is allowing us to age successfully. And I want you to keep in mind, well, First, I got into this topic because my upcoming book, Ageless Intensity, I go into how exercise, specifically high-intensity exercise, really helps us all to achieve successful aging. And that's because a number of years ago, I realized something. I was still working at the American Council on Exercise, and the primary reason why I left that job is because if I had gone down this path, if I had started developing this content while being an employee there, they would have owned the intellectual property on it. That just is what happens with your employee. So by becoming a contractor and writing specific things for them or working on specific projects, any project I developed for them was their IP, intellectual property. Otherwise, anything I developed on my own, I retain. And not that I'm developing, I'm not creating anything new. I'm not not inventing anything by any stretch of the imagination. What I'm trying to do is connect the dots. But I realized this a number of years ago. I realized that my generation, Generation X, is the first generation that has grown up with fitness and exercise as a way of life. The modern health club didn't become popular until the 1970s. It didn't. The fit, you know, it, for those of us that remember this, 
the 1980s was a big fitness boom. That's where we had health clubs blown up all over the place. You could get the VHS, the videotapes. I've had Tammy Lee Webb, who is the, the, the Buns of Steel. I've had her on as a guest. I've interviewed Judy, um, Judy Massette, who founded Jazzercise, kind of going into the origins of some of the most popular programs. So it wasn't until the 1970s or 1980s where fitness became part of our mainstream life. Before that, people didn't really exercise specifically. So where am I going with this? If you are between the ages of 40 and 60, maybe between 40 and 65, you are in the first generation that has grown up with exercise. You're in the first generation. You're in the first age group that has grown up where we, we do exercise as a part of our recreational time. Think, think about your parents. Your parents didn't grow up at a time when people would go to the gym. You know, If you're under the age of 35 or 40, Maybe that's all you've known. I mean, if, if, you're, if you're 40 years old now, you're born in about 1980. And that's really when the gyms were taking off. You, maybe you went to the gym, you got drugged there with your parents and thrown in daycare, like I've done to my kids for years. And that just becomes, you see your parents going to the gym, so that becomes what you do. But here's the thing. This is the first time in history, this is the first time in history that scientists have had the opportunity to study people who've been exercising throughout their lifespan. That's very important. Because before this, going back 10, 15, 20 years, anytime researchers looked at the older adult population, they were studying a relatively sedentary population. They were studying people in their 60s and 70s who hadn't been exercising their entire lifespan, who maybe didn't, didn't make their health and fitness a priority. Now, when, when certain researchers, and I interviewed Dr. Scott Trappy from the Ball State Lab, they did a brilliant, and I'll try to link that, well, I will link to that below in the notes. So look down below for that interview. But Dr. Trappy, a few years ago, his lab published some really awesome research that compared different groups. They compared a couple different groups of 70-year-olds and one group of 20-year-olds. They had three groups of 70-year-olds. The one group was control group. They didn't exercise. They didn't have a history of exercise. They were just people in their 70s that they're matching tissue against. They had one group of 70-year-olds who exercised recreationally, went to the gym two, three times a week over the course of their lifespan. The third group of 70-year-olds, however, were competitive athletes, cycling, running, swimming. They've been competing at a high level throughout their lifespan. And what they found was fascinating. When they compared muscle biopsies of the fit, active 70-year-olds to the inactive 70-year-olds, their muscle tissue, the fit, active 70-year-olds had muscle tissue that was years younger. It was more comparable to the 20-year-old control group, meaning muscles metabolize carbohydrates and energy. As we age, one of the things that happens is we can develop type 2 diabetes, meaning our body can't process the carbohydrates we eat. That becomes a very serious issue. My grandfather, my maternal grandfather, lost his leg due to that. You maybe heard me talk about that before. So as we age, we lose the ability to process things. Why? Because we, typically as we age, we're not that active. But here's the thing. If you're in your 60s and 70s in strength training, not only are you strong, not only do your muscles look good, very important, very important, I'll give you that, but your muscles maintain the ability to metabolize carbohydrates or fuel. Not only that, your muscles will maintain the ability to produce more, not necessarily your muscles, but your entire endocrine system will produce more of the hormones responsible for growing muscle tissue. That's key. You've heard me talk about hormones on here quite a bit. 
Hormones are what influences change in our body. Anytime you exercise, you're elevating levels of certain hormones that dictates how your cells function. To wrap this up and bring it to a close, because it is a quick fit tip, successful aging is the concept of aging free from disease. It's of aging with maximal cognitive function. And here's the thing, high-intensity exercise produces a protein called BDNF. I interviewed Dr. John Medina about this time last year. He wrote the book, Brain Rules for Aging Well. And one of his number one rules for aging well is high-intensity exercise. And what they're finding is high-intensity exercise can promote and elevate BDNF more than regular exercise. That's one of the key things in my book is really looking at how high-intensity exercise really regulates the hormones that control our body. All this to say that if you're exercising on a regular basis, keep it up. Exercise is a means for controlling how the passage of time affects our body. Going back centuries, centuries, humans have been searching all over the world for the proverbial fountain of youth. You had Ponce de Leon, a Spanish explorer, looking around Florida for the fountain of youth. Well, guess what? The fountain of youth is in the gym. The fountain of youth is in your favorite workout app if you're doing workouts from home right now. The fountain of youth is being smart about your health, being smart about fitness, being smart about habits like sleeping and nutrition. Now, it's not going to turn back time. It's not going to take years off the clock. It's not going to roll back the odometer on your body. But making a mindful approach to exercise, taking a mindful approach to, your healthy, to a healthy lifestyle, really, I mean, the evidence is overwhelming really can help you slow down the effects of the aging process. That is why I'm doing this podcast. That is why I write the content I write. If you want to get that content, what I'm going to be doing going forward in 2021 is starting to do a couple of webinars, maybe once every other month, but you have to be on my mailing list to get that. If you want to use, learn how to use exercise to enhance your quality of life, if you want to learn about how to apply the science that suggests that exercise can really slow down and mitigate the effects of time, go to PeteMcCallFitness.com and sign up for my mailing list. I mean, you can buy my book. You can buy my content. I have an ebook on exercise program design for the Fountain of Youth. I have a CEC course. If you're a fitness professional, you can earn continuing education credits to take the course exercise program design for the Fountain of Youth. I go through the science of how exercise slows down aging. And the ebook is the prequel to my upcoming book from Human Kinetics. Hey, that's my mission. I mean, we all need a mission, right? My mission is to serve you, the listener, the viewer, if you're watching on YouTube. My mission is to serve you and to help you learn how to use exercise to not only enhance your quality of life, but to find your freedom. It doesn't matter whether you're, you're 50, whether you're 70. Exercise can give you the ability to get out there and do what you want to do when you want to do it. Hey, with that, thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate your time. I value you as a listener. I value you as a viewer. Please go to my website, sign up for the email list. I'm going to only put out one or two high-quality emails a month, but really the goal is to help you learn how we can all live better by getting a little sweaty. Nothing wrong with that, right? And let's keep in mind, look, I'm I'm not out here trying to save lives. I'm not pretending to be more than I am. I have a master's degree in exercise science. I've been studying this stuff for more than 20 years. But at the end of the day, my job, really my job, is to make half-naked people sweaty. And if we do that right, 
if we, if we get sweaty often enough, four or five times a week, if we exercise most days of the week, guess what? We can extend our lifespan. That's why I'm here. Hey, reach out to me, Pete, at PeteMcCallFitness.com. Go to PeteMcCallFitness.com. Sign up for my mailing list so we can interact. Join Clubhouse. Look for me on Clubhouse. Once I get into a schedule, I'll be posting. When I'm going on Clubhouse, I'll post it on the Instagram stories. My Instagram feed is All About Fitness Podcast. Follow me on All About Fitness Podcast. I'll be posting when I'm on Clubhouse on the stories. I'll try to give a day or two notice for that. I'll try to get into a regular schedule, but it's new, so I'm learning how to use it and interact with that. And as always, thank you for stopping by, and I do look forward to having you join me for future episodes of All About Fitness.